Good day, everyone. This is Dustin. I want to thank you for either listening on the podcast or maybe you're watching this on YouTube. Try to put the audio on YouTube as well. The title of this episode is Mandalorian Christian. Be a Mandalorian Christian. Now, I'm a Star Wars fanatic. Ever since Disney purchased Star Wars, they've been creating this new show. You may have seen it, may have not. It's on Disney+. Plus. If you don't have Disney+, Plus, you need to get Disney+. Plus. It's awesome. So, Disney Plus has a um, show called The Mandalorian. And this is a show that features, uh, in the Star Wars universe, I don't want to take too much time talking about the show, but it features a particular Mandalorian. And it sort of explains a little bit broader about the Mandalorians. It features a new kind of Mandalorian, though. The These Mandalorians are not necessarily ethnic Mandalorians, as in, if you're familiar with Star Wars World, you'll know what I'm talking about. There is a kind of Mandalorian that's actually from the planet Mandalore, so there is they're an ethnic Mandalorian. This show is not so much about ethnic Mandalorians from the planet Mandalore. So far, what we see in the show, it explains briefly that Mandalorian is more of a way of life, not so much your race. It's it's a way of life. So to be Mandalorian means you follow a Mandalorian code. And if you watch the show, you know they, they always say in a very monotone voice, this is the way. That's sort of their motto. It means they're following the way of the Mandalorian. It's their code. It's their motto on the show. Mandalorians were renowned in the Star Wars world. They're known all over the galaxy for their incredible warrior skills. And also, though, their strict discipline and adherence to this Mandalorian code of life. So I thought, how cool would it be to be a Mandalorian and have this serious code that guides your entire life and, and your choices? You Like, you're so committed to this code, and everybody knows it. Like, there's just this big reputation about, oh, man, you're a Mandalorian. Y'all are warriors. You just have such discipline. You follow this strict code. Um, for example, in the show... The code they follow is they they wear a helmet. You can't let any other living human being see your face. That would break the code. So it may sound odd, but I thought, man, that would be so cool. I would relish the joy of, in a very intimidating fashion and voice, just saying to a stranger with this helmet, you know, this is the way. Well, what does it have to do with Christianity? Isn't that just sci-fi? You may be a Star Wars fan or not. If you're not a Star Wars fan, um, you can repent of that later. I'm very sorry for you. But if you're not a Star Wars fan, hang with me. This has a purpose. The thought occurred to me. <clears throat> the thought occurred to me that Christians, if you're a Christian, and I'm a Christian, we should not overlook the fact that we actually do have a code. We may not always live by it. We may not always think it should guide our entire life choices. Yet, it is a code. We have a way of life to follow. We can say in certain contexts as a Christian, this is the way. The word way being capitalized with the W. uh, Talking about the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus Christ, found in the Gospel of John. To, To be more faithful Christians, this is my charge, okay? To be more more faithful Christians out there, we need to be Mandalorian Christians. Let me explain what I mean by that. We need to follow our code as a Christian. Uh, where do we get this code, you may ask? God's Word. Code is found in God's Word, the Bible. 
one could say the entire Bible is our code. But what I want to do briefly in, in this, I want to summarize um, the key commands, the key big ideas that I believe the Bible teaches of how a Christian should follow their code as found in Scripture. So I'm going to give you a list. I'm going to give you this list here. And I made this list. I got it from Scripture, so it's biblical. But I want to make clear, I made this list. These are my items that I selected out for me to follow with my Christian code, like a Mandalorian Christian having a code here. And I want to share them with you. Uh, they're not necessarily in order of importance. It's just my list that I pulled out from Scripture. And that's really what I want to challenge you. Have a code. You're a Christian. You follow God. You have the Word of God. Get in the Word. Know the Word. Get in your Bible. Pray. But have a summary code of how you could say to yourself, if I really summarize what my way of life is like as a Christian, this is my code. This is my creed. This is my discipline I've, I conform my life's choices to follow these key items that makes me a Mandalorian Christian. I follow my code. So here's mine. Number one, fear God and nothing else. Fear God and nothing else. Number one in my code. The Bible is abundantly clear. If God is for me, if God is on my side, rather if I'm on God's side, then who can be against me? That's in Romans 8.31. If God be for us, who can be against me? Nothing can stand against me and hurt me without God's, in a sense, his permission, because if I'm on God's side, God has command and control and protection over my life. In fact, fearing man, fearing anything on this earth, man, woman, any institution, if you fear that over God, that actually leads to a trap for your own soul. In Proverbs 29, verse 25 says this, The fear of man lays a snare, a trap, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. So that's why I say fear God and nothing else, because if I fear other things besides God, I'm actually making a trap for myself. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 10, around uh, verse 28, Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him, that's God, who can destroy both soul and body in hell. So Jesus was clear, don't, don't fear humans don't fear people who technically yeah they could physically kill you but your soul is safe with god fear the being which is god that has even higher power than that he can he can destroy both body and soul humans can't destroy your soul so fear god and nothing else i want to start my code by reminding myself that I must honor, give ultimate allegiance, respect, and obedience to God over and against any man or earthly institution. I must never let any human or fear of anything on this earth hold more influence over me than what God calls me to. So number one, fear God and nothing else. Number two in my code, love God, love people. Matthew 22, 37, and 40, Jesus took the entire Old Testament law and he sort of summarized it, drilled it down to two key ideas. So in Matthew 22, let me read this to you. He says, Matthew 22, roundabouts 37, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. 
This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. So Jesus took all of the Old Testament, basically, and drilled it down to saying, you can summarize it like this, love God, love your neighbor. I want to commit myself, part of my code as a Mandalorian Christian here. What's my code? My this is the way. Well, I fear God and nothing else, and now I want to love God and love people. I want to commit to making my main passion in life to loving God as much as I can. That means getting in his word, learning from him, being in constant prayer and communication with God. It means I want to obey God because I love him. And then in addition to that, it means I now want to intentionally remember God wants me to love people around me. does not matter their race, their gender, their background. God died for them just as he died for me. And they deserve salvation from sins just as I got salvation from sins. Um, let me re-say that. I say that they deserve salvation from sins. Uh, I missaid that. I want to apologize. Uh, none of us, myself included, deserve salvation from sin. That was surely of the grace of God. What I mean to say is God desires out of his own love and grace that all people be saved and be forgiven of their sins in Jesus Christ. They need to turn to him in faith and repentance. And so God desires all people to be saved. Jesus died for them just like he died for me. Then I don't have a right to pick and choose who I want to express God's love to. So that's number two in my code. Love God, love people. Number three, fight for holiness and kill sin. Fight for holiness and kill sin. So God commands us that we as Christians must strive, must make as our goal holiness, a holy living. That actually means overcoming sin in our lives. God's will for our lives is that we be holy. That's found in 1 Thessalonians 4.3. And you'll find in 1 Peter 1.16 where it says, quoting from the Old Testament, be holy as God is holy. In 1 Thessalonians 4.3, it says this is the will for God in your life, your sanctification. That, that means holiness. If you are a born-again believer in Jesus Christ through faith for the forgiveness of your sins, you have been given a new nature. The Holy Spirit of God now resides in your heart. That's a resource now that we have to practically put away sin in our lives and live holy for God. This is God's way. This is God's way for us. So because of that, we must engage in a battle. I want to commit as my code of being a Mandalorian Christian. I'm going to fight for holiness. I'm going to struggle. I'm going to strive. I'm going to, to try and work discipline out in my life to overcome sin in my life. Fight for holiness. And as I'm fighting for holiness, I want to kill. I want to maim. I want to destroy. I want to obliterate as violently as I can sin in my life. In Romans chapter 8, roundabouts verse 9, I'm not going to read all of this, but Paul around Romans 8 and 9 begins to talk about how if you are a child of God, you have the Spirit of God in you, your flesh, your old nature, it has been killed. It's been crucified with Christ being crucified on that cross. And just as Christ has risen again three days later, so if you're a Christian, then what's happened to you is your old nature has died with Christ and you have been raised again with Jesus 
you now have a new nature. Now, why do we still sin? Because we still have our flesh. We still have these bodies that we have to get rid of. That's why we all die before you can even get to heaven or the Lord will return. And it says he'll give us new bodies because this body still has sin in it. Well, Paul says this uh, in Romans chapter 8. He says that we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. Because if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if you live by the Spirit, you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. So Paul says there's this battle. You, you have to remember you're dead to your old self, that old sinful nature, and you must be battling to put to death the deeds in our body, those sinful deeds in our body. Um, he also says in Colossians 3 verse 5, Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you meaning what, what's sinful, what's not from God. And he has a little short list, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry. So Colossians 3, 5, put to death, kill what is earthly left in you. What is sinfully earthly left in you is what Paul is getting at there. So again, a part of my Christian Mandalorian code I want to follow. I want to fight for holiness and kill sin. So fourth final excellence in all so excellence in all is my final one sort of sums up everything I've been saying the final component to my code to follow as a Christian to have that Mandalorian style discipline of following a code that that guides your life I want to sum it up with that phrase, excellence in all. I want to commit to excellence for God's glory in everything I say and do. If I'm going to work, it needs to be excellent, as if I'm working for God. If I'm going to school, I must strive for excellence because I represent God. When I'm around friends, Christian or not, my conduct must be excellent because I am an ambassador for Jesus. Paul says that whatever we do, whether we're eating sleeping drinking just whatever we're doing we must do it all for the glory of god he says that in first corinthians 10 31 and colossians 3 17 uh, let me read you just one of these from first corinthians 10 31 paul says so whatever so whether you eat or drink so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do that covers everything you're eating drinking or you're doing something else do all to glory of God and that really summarizes how I want to shape and structure my life to live for Jesus excellence in all having a mindset that whatever I'm doing it could be the most simplest of tasks that I feel is insignificant it could be the most important thing you could ever do in your life it doesn't matter Everything I do and think, say, and am must be excellent. It must be excellent for God. Do everything for Jesus, because if it's done for Jesus, then make it the best you can. Make it excellent. So we Christians, we need to be Mandalorian Christians, people who follow the way, the truth, and the life. That's in John 14, 6. We must be a type of Christian that, that will not accept, that is not happy with just simple, mediocre, 
Christian living, what goes under the name of Christianity. The world desperately needs us to be Mandalorian-minded Christians. Christians who have a radical commitment to Jesus and a radical discipline to ordering our lives on this earth, living life around others around us with radical Mandalorian-style discipline of following our code. People who are so changed by the gospel of Jesus Christ that it infects all of our being. That's what the world should see in us, is, is everything about us is changed because Jesus has changed changed us and forgiven us. The world needs to see people who are so radically committed to Jesus that we actually make God's word our code for living, not just a good book to read occasionally for devotional thoughts. We should be a Mandalorian-type Christian people. Where the world knows our reputation as being sold out, dedicated disciples of Jesus. So, what's my Mandalorian Christian code to follow that I want to shape and guide all my life? Those four things I told you. Fear God and nothing else. Love God, love people. Fight for holiness and kill sin. And I want to have excellence in all for the glory of God above. What is your code? Don't be a half-hearted, worldly Christian. Be a Mandalorian Christian. God bless. Thank you for listening. Thank you.